2: Wow, everybody, welcome, welcome. It's so great to have you all. Tune us in, turn us on. It is so great for you to join us here today. I am so thrilled. I love, love doing this show with Glenna Rice, and, and there are a lot of reasons. You know, one of them, one of the reasons is that, A, we never really know how expansive the message is. The thing that I do know is that it, it is always expansive. And the other thing that I know is that we get to feature and honor people that are helping other people in ways that some have said would be impossible, impossible. But that's not what today's show is about. Glenna Rice is joining me here today. You know, for many of you, you know that what Glenna does is by far extraordinary. Her work takes her around the globe. Uh, as an access facilitator, she does some things that many of us would long to do, you know. And what is that? Helps each and every one of us understand what the world of possibilities is really like. Whether you know her as the questionable parent, uh, how she empowers children to know that they to know that they know, or whether it is someone that is teaching a particular class to help us get in tune with exactly the true nature of who we are. Glenna is someone that is inspired by the blooming world of possibilities that she sees through the people she works with and through the people that she knows. When you have a peer group like Glenna has, when you have a peer group, you know what that, what I mean by that is when you have a group of people that you work with each day, And you watch what some people call miracles become the norm, the natural, life-changing events. You know, this is something that is now becoming the world that we like to refer to as the new mainstream of media. And why do we say that? Because the messages, the opportunities, and the possibilities for so many people have been, as they would think, beyond their reach. But that is not the world that we've come to know and the world that Glenna has come to know. And today, she and I get to talk with a very dear friend and colleague, best-selling author, international speaker an amazing facilitator, Gary Douglas. He's known for his immense intensity of awareness. And why is that important? You're going to hear about it today. But also for me, I'd like to say, you know, his vision and his purpose to help people know what they know. And how do we know what we know? Well, you're going to hear about this today. He is also someone that embodies consciousness in everything that he does, inspires others to do the same. You know, when we think about the things that get created in our lives and we look at what Gary has said yes to uh, as someone that is recognized thought leader, transforming lives, you know, also a founder of Access Consciousness, one of the folks that has come to the forefront to say, wait a minute, there's another way we can go about things. You know, there's another way that we can look at the creation and expansion of access consciousness, you know, by understanding very, very important concepts. Many of you have have let us know that simple questions that you've heard Glenna talk about and you've heard me talk about have been life-changing for you. As a matter of fact, to this day, I live in the question that Gary shared with me, Glenna shared with me, very, very important question. When I'm feeling stuck, when I think things are not happening the way I think they should, the question really becomes what else is possible here. And so it is an amazing show because we're thrilled to be introducing, for many of you, introducing Gary to you, but watching a dream come to life. Glenna, thank you for joining me. What can we say about Gary Douglas as if he's not here with us? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Thanks, Dr. Pat. That was a wonderful introduction for both of us. Um, yeah, Gary, wow. I'm so honored to have him on the show and to talk about this vision, dream he's had for since I've known him, which is you know over the last 10 years, of having a school, an access school where we empower children to know that they know and... Um, learn from possibilities and from choice and awareness. And it's so different. And I've been, I've, um, you know, been learning from Gary, been inspired by him and he's giving me tools for my children for years. And the tools he's given us to use in schools have been, I mean, I think every single one of the tools he has available, we've used and they've changed something. So the, this, this, what's showing up now in September with the school opening is just so exciting for me. Um, so Gary, hi. It's Great to have you Gary. Hi, how are y'all?
1: <laughs> I'm
2: good. I want to get good. all
1: you people there out there?
2: I have to tell you, uh, um, how does it get any better than this?
1: How does it? Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so Gary, you can you talk a little bit about your um vision for the school, how it started and what it what you've well, been it creating?
1: It's like what I noticed for years is His would be, you know, it's like my youngest daughter was in school, and she was failing science. And she's really smart, but she just couldn't get it. And so I said, you know, it's like I tried to work with her, and that didn't work. So I asked Dane to work with her, and I told him to look for and ask for a certain question. And what it boiled down to is I said, so you already know the answer to this question when she hadn't even read the question. And the thing is that we, as infinite beings, see everything. So could we also see the future? Could we also see the question, even though we haven't read it? Could, you know, it's like, what is it we're capable of seeing that we're not acknowledging? So one of the things that occurred is he started asking her about um, about what she was aware of, and what we discovered is that she actually was totally aware of the whole answer before she even got the question. Wow. And we worked with that until she she could look at the question and write down her answer. And she started getting A's in science. And I worked with a little kid who was in kindergarten and he was failing reading. And they said he was obviously retarded and slow. And so I did some work with him about, you know, so... Everything he had ever done in any lifetime that would allow him to read at the rate he was really capable of, I ask him to destroy and uncreate all that. Three weeks later, he was he was reading at a grade three level. The teachers didn't know how, did not know how that was possible because he was a slow child.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, it wasn't really slow. Yeah. <laughs> like so many people put labels on these kids instead of asking them what they know and what they're capable of. That's the wrongness, and that's the reason we're doing the school, is that that wrongness is not perpetrated on kids ever again.
2: Yeah. I mean, Gary, one of the things you said that's so important and, you know, I relate to directly is, you know, growing up, uh, I, too, was called slow. I I mean, and I stuttered. And I don't know if we realize, especially in today's world, where labels are run rampant. You know, we have labels that we put on kids that have super sneakers and kids that don't have super sneakers, you know, labels about whether or not you're technically, uh, you know, adept or whether or not you can keep the, the highest SAT score or which category do you fit in? Are you, you know, are you gifted or are you special needs? Or, I mean, this goes on and on and on, and it's a label that kids have a, a very difficult time, if ever, really shaking as they grow up because they're not introduced to the world of possibilities, are they?
1: No, they're not, and that's really the sadness, and that's one of the reasons we're doing the school so the kids can have the possibility and the recognition of what they're capable of.
2: Mm. Um, Yeah,
3: yeah, Gary was talking about working with a child that was helping with reading, and he worked with Saoirse, who was Diagnosed with dyslexia, a label when she was in second grade, and she really didn't start. We did. He, Gary asked her amazing questions. The one he just did was one of them. And um, what was her first language? Is another question he asked her. And she finally learned how to read well in about fifth grade. It was, and when she chose to do it, it was part of what changed for her. But she's now reading, you know. Beowulf at school, so she's reading at an above grade level, and she, they did not. She had a really severe case, with but everyone that was diagnosing her with, and she was able to change this with the access tools. Mm-hmm. It was incredible, incredible, and the teachers were completely surprised. They did not see what was happening or understand what was happening, which has always been interesting in the schools. Is how my kids have shown up completely different, and the teachers are not sure what to do with them, not sure how to be with them, and they've not seen anything like it. I think one teacher said, she's just the most aware child I've ever had in my classroom, (laughs) which is how these kids can show up so differently. And if there were schools and teachers, like what we're starting here with Access, that empowered children to be that, like what is that going to create in the future?
2: Well, and, you know, this is something we're going to talk about throughout the show because we have we a have couple of issues, I want to say. I'm, you know, I know I'm the one that gets to talk about issues. I know you both live in the world of possibility. So, you know, for me, uh, I get to talk about issues. One of the issues was that I read about this morning is, you know, the degree of depression and how it's related to, you know, a child's lack of self-esteem And so what we're talking about here is, you know, not just stepping into the world of possibilities, but I can't say this enough. Somebody said to me, Pat, if you mention the word empowerment one more time, we are going to just, you know, we're going to just zip you. And I said, you know what? I love that word. We actually have a channel that is Empowerment Radio. And so I said, look, if we're not doing something different, then what's going to happen? And here's what I love about this show. You're going to introduce all of us to what that different thing is. What does the world of possibilities look like? What is the school all about? How is it going to be different? And already we were talking about how it's different. But I think the question for Glenna too is, how do we change the mindsets of the people that are running this show? You know what I mean? How do we do that? Yep. Let's take a short break. Gary Douglas joining me here today. Glenna Rice, when we come back, fasten your seatbelts for this. We'll be right back.
0: Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub. Make sure to add positive emotions to your counterbalancing thoughts. I know that feeling positive and compassionate towards yourself can be a huge challenge, especially when you're struggling with anxiety. Therefore, it's helpful to imagine that the main source of your negative self-talk is a younger part of your mind, which is just playing old tapes and repeating outdated protective programs. You will notice how much easier it is to speak in a calm, reassuring, and comforting way when you visualize addressing an inner child. By counterbalancing your negative thoughts with kindness and compassion, you automatically shift your consciousness and attitude from I am powerless to I am taking charge. Let the transition begin. Tune in to the hit show, Majestic Insights Radio Success for Life's Transitions, with host, Carrie Keith. Carrie is a gifted intuitive coach, healer, and teacher who will lead you through her empowering techniques of ancient wisdom and awareness so you can live your happiest, healthiest, and most vibrant life. Let Carrie teach you the tools of transformation that will help you experience success for all of life's transitions. To learn more about Carrie, visit www.majesticinsights.com. Encapsulations is committed to producing the most complete line of research based nutritional supplements from fish oil to probiotics to multivitamins and more. Available through qualified health professionals and community pharmacists, finished products are pure and hypoallergenic to optimize the long term health of all patients, even the most sensitive. With Pure Encapsulations, you can rest assured that you're getting the purest and highest quality nutritional supplements available. Ask a qualified healthcare practitioner about Pure Encapsulations today and discover why it's the supplement brand of choice for healthcare professionals worldwide. For more information, please visit www.pureencapsulations.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Are you feeling stressed, in pain, disconnected, worried about aging? Corrective alignment and integration therapy restores health. Move your body, which frees your mind and elevates your spirit. Bodywise Bodywork LLC provides the tools you need to create the change you've been waiting for. Start living a fully present and integrated life. Book your 15-minute consultation online at www.bodywisebodywork.com. Bodywise Bodywork LLC, because it's the only body you've got.
2: Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Glenna Rice joining me here today. Gary Douglas, founder of Access Consciousness, talking with Glenna and with me about the Access Possibility School. Uh, This is where children will be empowered to access their awareness, their talents, and their abilities and know that they always have a choice. And, you know, we're living right now in a day and age where, you know, people are looking at technology from many, many different perspectives but when you're talking to the youth, at least in this country, but actually I actually talk to youth in other countries, they say that technology is going to be their way up and their way out. But part of the conversation is what are we doing to help our children truly become empowered to, to be part of a different paradigm in the world? Gary Glenna joining me here today today. Uh, Gary, so excited about the school. I made a comment before the break, and I want to get back to it is and you know one of the things that I said was how how do we go about you know showing folks or creating a point of view that that includes some of these children, and we don't just throw them out, you know we don't just throw them out. What do they say? Throw the baby out with the bath water? Actually, I don't even understand that phrase, but But that's really what seems to be happening for a lot of kids. I'd love to hear from Gary, you, and from you, Glenna, about that.
1: Well, for me personally, it's like I, you know, I've watched so many kids be dissed and, you know, turned into mincemeat. And it's like, in particular, there was a kid that we worked with in Australia who, he came to an event, because we take kids that are like ADD, ADHD, OCD, and autistic, and we categorize them as what we call the X-Men, the future generations, uh, mm-hmm. the the mut- mutants of this reality, basically. Yeah. And those those kids get labeled and told they're bad and everything else. And there was a little kid who came to this, and it's like he could not put a sentence together. He could not control his eyes. Nothing about his life worked. He had been on drugs of one kind or another to handle his Problem since he was three years old. Mm-hmm. He at the time was fourteen. And It's like within two years of doing access, he was all off all medication. He'd gone from being the kid that created havoc in the class to the kid that helped others become more aware and more present and more capable in class. And he had turned his life around. Uh, major change. It would. Yeah. You know, it's like I get that if we don't label. And if we acknowledge the fact that these kids who are having these quote-unquote problems are actually a mutation of the species to a better order, a higher order, because in reality, they actually communicate telepathically, but don't know it. And uh, if we started to look at that, what a difference it would make in the world.
2: An enormous difference in, in so many ways. You know, Glenna, what, yeah, I know that you, you work with children and you work with parents, you know, What do you see um, are the opportunities, from your perspective, to really create a shift for people?
3: Wow. Um, You know, I was just remembering this young man that Gary's talking about. He's now an incredibly articulate and um, highly functioning, wonderful man who lives in Australia. And I was at that class where he was not able to put a sentence together. So the changes Gary's talking about were dramatic with him you know, where are the opportunities? Well, it, you were talking a bit on the break about uh, teachers that you've had that have been actually an inspiration for you, that actually yeah. were able to help empower you to change things in your life. And one of the things that I see the school doing is it's going to, the teachers that we have on board are, have you know, through the traditional systems, they've been handicapped, and they haven't been able to be the teachers that they chose this profession for. They've never been able to step into this, and this school is going to give those them those possibilities to reach the kids in the ways that they know how so we're empowering the teachers to know what they know also not just the children and what is that going to create and how is that going to you know go out into the universe and change things where teachers can start teaching differently from what they know and you know the system is a pretty big system but can we change it from the inside by starting to create these schools like what is possible with all of this
2: you know, one of the things I love that we're talking about is the world of possibilities. And so often yeah. we put a cap, right? I mean, even, even people, I know you both talk to folks and they say, no, I don't do that. I don't do that. I don't put a cap on it. I don't do that. You know, and yet, you know, whether it's more obvious or conscious, we do, or more subconscious or whatever you want to say about that, we put caps on. For example, the mere selection of a college, Honey, maybe you should go to a, a you know, go to this college over here. Maybe the, maybe you'd be better over here and cut out an opportunity. So I want to ask about the school, what worlds of possibilities will the school help people see and step into?
1: Um, you know, for me it's like one of the things that we've done, it's like in in finding a curriculum and doing all the things that you have to do to set up an online school. One of the things that you know, it's like, it's happened about five times now where we've talked to somebody who's been trying to do schools online and stuff and -hmm. they say you're doing exactly why we set this up and what we've always thought needed needed to happen. And you know, it it they you know they said it's like this is what school should be.
0: Mhm. Mhm. And
1: mm-hmm. so I just am really glad to see that people see that our vision is what they too have been aware of and desired and wanted and knew was possible. And you know it's like there's a different you know there's a different way of things occurring, and I think it should. And yeah. it's like what I do is, you know, it's like we look at this from the point of view. And, and one of the things I talked with the, the teachers yesterday, and I said to them that, uh, that you know, what you got to get is you've got to strive to be what everybody wants to be in the future. And you've got to become that which will inspire others to reach out for more in order to create an education that makes sense. I think it's crazy that our ceos of big corporations they make 10 million dollars and a teacher makes 40 thousand yeah teacher is creating the future generation and the ceo is creating profit why is why is it that we don't see the value of a child as the greatest profit that exists on the planet that's just my point of view
2: yeah, whatever and you know was. clearly we don't because no. one of the things you pointed out was so important is there's a measurement we use in this country, and it is pay for a number of yeah. different things we say we value, right? Um, right. And you're you're absolutely right about this. Uh, and you know the question really then, Glenna, is um, how will the teachers and how will the contribution here? Uh, how do you see it, Glenna, being different than traditional schools? Well.
3: Empowering children to know what they know is completely different. That is not something that is, I've seen once in all the years my child I mean, I've, to have my oldest is 21, so we've been, I've got one through the, the entire system once, and the other one's about to graduate from high school next year. So I've never seen teachers that are doing that. Teachers are teaching this rote curriculum that they're required to teach. They're teaching to, for kids to pass tests. And there's not a lot of outside the box that the kids have available to start pursuing and looking at things that would actually create more for their future and they're not asking their kids that like if you have a a child that is interested in art you know what kind of artwork would create a future possibility for you could be a question you know what what do you see in your future What could that contribute to your future we're not asking any of those questions in a traditional school and this school is going to show give kids this different possibility of um, looking at what is going to create their future looking at what they enjoy doing, having tools to negotiate the things in school that they don't enjoy doing because there are requirements in school and the this, this school will have those basic curriculum requirements. They'll be available for the kids. But, you know, and they're not always fun and there's tools. Aries offered them, so many of them over the years, of allowing the kids to be able to negotiate the things you don't like, get through them and actually have fun and do it with ease and maybe actually end up enjoying some
1: of the math problems that you had to do in high school. Go ahead, Gary. And, and we're, we're also trying to, you know, we want the kids to learn how to, you know, how to use their awarenesses to create these tests. We want the kids to have all the things that are po- possible for them, including able to take the test and pass it with flying colors. And I know that yeah. if we continue down the line we're going, that will occur. And it's like one of the things that was interesting, just the bars that, you know, that we do. The, uh, there was a kid who was 17 and he was graduating high school and his stepmother ran his bars before a test. He got up the next morning and he says, wow, I know that I know all this stuff. Wow.
0: He
1: walked in and he goes, I, you know, it's like, I know I'm going to ace this test. And he did. Thereafter, he had his mother run his bars every time before a test, and he got A's for the rest of his career in high school. And when he went to college, he had to run her bars be- before he did a test there, and that, too, created the same result. Yeah,
3: I have I have a number of times I ran one of my kids' bars in the car sitting outside the parking lot <laughs> I ran a few of the, the bars' points before they went into class for a test over the years. It's totally something that it creates... Ease, and they know that they know and they can get rid of a lot of that test anxiety they're picking up from other children with this. Um, yeah, there's, the, the immense yeah. amount of tools we have available to help kids are going to be offered at this school and I'm so excited.
2: Yeah, because what you're it. talking about is, you know, and, and as I'm listening to each of you, and we'll talk about this when we come back from break, you know, you, you know you're know, you not really talking about, well, we're going to take kind of the curriculum and we're going to do this and we're going to do that. You're actually going to incorporate, you know, the access consciousness tools into the learning experience. When we come back, I want to talk about that and talk about, you know, for people that may not know what running, running bars is, running, what, what they may not know about that, I would love to talk a little bit about some of the things you're going to be incorporating into this that clearly are unique to access consciousness in many ways. Let's take a short break. When we come back, more from Glenna Rice, Gary Douglas in the house today. If you've got a question, 1-800-930-2819. When we come back, we're going to give you lots of information on how you can find out about the school and what else you might need to know to really step into the world of Empowered You. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
0: Dr. Linda Salvin, metaphysical master, now bringing insight and metaphysical abundance to your living room with her spirit-filled candle line, Wicks of Wisdom. Dr. Linda's unique formulations of pure and powerful herbs, oils, and essences can assist you in love, luck, finances, health, and more. Wait till you experience the power of Wicks of Wisdom. Find out how these amazing candles can help you. See them now and order yours at lindasalvin.com or call 888-509-1077. Tune in to Prescience Life Radio with host Mia Simone. Mia is devoted to sharing her extensive knowledge on the invisible worlds of energy. Join Mia and discover the science of intuition and connect with your greatest gift. Start living in your potential today and every day by opening up to the power of inner knowledge. To learn more about Mia, visit PrescienceLife.com.
2: Tune in to the hit show, Get Into It, winning at the game of life with intuitive energy healer and medium Lynn Brown on Transformation Talk Radio. Get ready to bring the magic of soul into every aspect of your life. Learn how to use spirit tools and experience the immediate connection with yourself as a spiritual being with natural spiritual abilities as you are guided on the pathway to success and joy. Visit ruintuit.com. That's the letter R, the letter U, IntoIt.com. And get into it now. Welcome back, everyone. It is so great. Glenna Rice joining me here today, Gary Douglas. It's all about empowering the children. Um, and you know before we talk about y- you know what 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 does a curriculum look like and you know how is this going to change? can can you both or Glenna, maybe you or gary can can just give us some additional information about how do we find out about the schools? I know there's a website. Um, just give us some information how to plug in here. Yeah, I can talk about that. Cool. So
3: there, the access, Thank you. The access, Possibil- access Possibility School is the website. Um, and right now we have a free um, two-day August – what was the date? Sorry, I don't have it that. 8th and 9th. 8th and 9th is going to be a free trial or um, – People can come online and see what the school's about. The kids can; it's for the kids. And afterwards, I just believe they're going to have something for the parents to see. So that's the eighth and ninth. It's access dot is the website, and you can find out about the teachers, about the vision behind it, and what um, well, lots of different things. It's a great
1: website. Yeah. yeah
2: Anything is else great. you want to add, Gary?
1: No, that sounds great. Makes me want to tap in.
2: <laughs> I
3: know. I know. I've only got one kid left in school, so it's just coming. <laughs> and she's really invested in her friends right now. So an online school, I was like, she was like, no, no. But ah. we'll probably do some well, I mean, the tutoring it? on it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, One of the, that's the other thing is we're going to have tutoring on there so that kids who are having a problem area will be able to go online and get help with changing what's going on in their life that isn't working. Be,
3: yeah, and I'm excited for that. And I hope. Hopefully, she's going to be able to do some of that. And my oldest, who's in high school, senior year, um, I've been talking about getting some tutoring for some things with her for the year. So there's going to be, it's not just, you know, a nine to five school, it's going to be an online school, but there's also other things that are going to be offered and available with the
1: school. So and you can check oh, out those. I online. had a great new idea. I had a great new idea. We need to okay. get some of the access kids to be tutors, you know, peer counseling yes. for. For the kid.
2: Yes. Oh yeah, we'll we're gonna
1: ha- I'm gonna I'm gonna work on that one. Cool. You can stimulate that
2: I, I love it. You heard yeah. it here first. I, I love it. I love it. <laughs> and I was just thinking that because I work with youth for a uh, in a nine month program and you know what happens when you're when you're working with folks and then they grow up. The question mark is okay. Where do we go from there? How, you know, how do these kids now help kids that were where they were? And boy, Gary, that is that is just amazing. That is great. That is so needed to have that peer mentorship to be able to have that kind yeah. of gateway. Wow. um well, so and, I, and kids.
3: Oh, I'm just excited about this because kids that have grown up using these tools and in school have so much available for the uh, for kids coming into this. I know my yeah. son. Yeah. is about to move out and go to college, and Roshin, my youngest, was like, I don't know what I'm going to do without Aiden here helping with me with my homework. And he's always used the access tools.
0: Oh, wow. With his,
3: um, yeah, yeah. So having them tutor is just really exciting. I can just, great, great idea, Gary.
2: It is a great <laughs> idea. Well, so you, it's, like a, a little, you, it's like a youth mastermind group. Yeah, um, yeah. you
1: and had, you had Pat stimulated that, so stop that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's because i'll tell you as a kid i have to tell you i needed all the help i could get i really did and we all do i know we all do. I, I know um let's talk a little bit about you know what this could mean uh for the future of education and you know and and before the break you refer to bars and i would love for for you to talk a little bit of that's just one tool there, there are many tools, and I'd love to hear from each of you what some of the tools are that are going to be incorporated in the, in the, in the program.
1: Well, the thing about the bars is we actually, there's a man named Dr. Fannin who uh, started studying what the bars did, and he said he's never seen anything occur with the brain where it was cohesive, you know, right side, left side were cohesive, like the bars create. And there's actually uh, something online, isn't there, uh, Glenna, that people can look up?
3: Yeah, it's, it's a um, Google review of access bars by neuroscientist Dr. Jeffrey Fannin. It will come up. And there's a YouTube video where Gary Dane and Dr. Fannin are all talking about how excited he is about what he discovered when he had his bars running and we looked at the bars with um, his yeah. whatever he's using. It's a complicated thing on the head where they're looking at the... It's
1: a neuroscientist kind of thing,
3: you know? So Yeah, they're looking yeah, at, at, cool. the brain, at, at the brain while they're doing the bars, and they, he saw amazing changes that he'd never seen before.
1: So this yeah. is, you know, it's like for me, this is sort of a scientific validation of what we can actually teach these kids by using the bars to make it so that they're not in a, a sense of divided against themselves in learning. Right and i've seen kids that had their bars run that were able to learn much easier than kids who did
2: what do you mean you know, let's let's talk about that for a minute if we could you know about this idea of learning easier because you know so so many kids and we mentioned this earlier on Gary you talked about it you know so many kids are put into a box Right? They're putting us some box, some label. We have more labels now than we have ever had in the world of psychology, just so folks know. Uh, you know, there's a reason that I didn't practice clinical psychology. Uh, and, you know, one of the reasons is the many, many ways we categorize people and, and limit them by a name, a category, or some label that is very, very difficult to, to shake. And I wanted to, to talk with you a little bit about how this level of education and training will create the what I love to refer to as the ripple effect of empowerment.
1: Well, from my perspective personally, it's like what I see happening is these kids that have done classes and stuff and done, you know, done individual work with me with regard to their school and their schoolwork it's like they've accomplished things that nobody else has accomplished. I had one kid in his 20s, he's mid-20s, and he, when I first met him, wanted to be a uh, uh, jumper, you know? He wanted to run hurdles. And so we did some work with him on that, and within two months, he was running hurdles. He ended up being number three in the nation in yes. hurdles and hurdles and he Hurdle. became, you know, it's like hurdles, that's where they run across and then yeah. sort of jump over a barrier yeah. yeah. and yeah. Uh, and it's like he became number three in the nation and it's like and he, he almost got a scholarship to go to college and then decided he didn't want to take it. He now is using the access tools in his fraternity and it's like he's not the oldest brother but it's, everybody goes to him for advice and they're all taking what he has to do and because of the changes that he made in his life all of his fraternity brothers are now doing bars and because of the ones who've done the bars and the results they got now the rest of them want to do bars so it's really having a dynamic effect in the college area because of that you know, because of this one kid who stood out from the crowd because he was willing to know what he knew regardless of what anybody else said. Amazing yeah. to see results like that.
2: Wow. I want Thanks. to ask you this question. I know that I love what just happened during this show. I mean, I, I'm just, I'm, it, I'm always blown away when I have you you guys on the show. Um, the question that I want to ask you, each of you is, and Glenn, I know you have talked about this uh, uh, time and time again, and it is the parents. Uh, and I want to ask, what it is that you all say to the parents because I don't know about you I have found that kids are really almost like all in I think they invented the word and we had to create a separate arena for parents right so when we're working with the kids Mm -hmm. for nine months we're working with the parents can you can you both talk to what your experience has been (laughs) <laughs> well, it's. I mean, probably
3: it's going to be the, the parents are going to, the young kids, the parents are going to be signing them up for the school. But, yeah, it will be the, the children are choosing it, and the parents are choosing it, too. Um, parents have been in this reality a little bit longer than their children, so empowering them to know what they know is sometimes not as quick as the children, but they, they're they asking questions also. I mean, the amazing parents of the children that we see in Access are all choosing a totally different reality with parenting a totally different reality with their kids and they're asking questions to change things so they work for them work for you know their family and work for the kid they're empowering everyone so parents are yeah are definitely have to be on board at some level or they've got to have amazing kids that are getting there around the parents but most of the parents i see are so willing to look at different possibilities and look at
1: the most ki- most parents are very frustrated i mean schooling you know it's like is supposed to be a lot of things i took took my youngest daughter to waldorf and, and you know put her in the waldorf school thinking that was really good school and i watched them you know the teachers and the parents get together and decide that a parent wasn't good so they kicked the kid yeah. out of the school sweetest little kid ever sweetest little kid ever and they kicked him out of the school because of his mother. And it's like, I thought, yeah, this is just wrong. This is not the way it should be. This is using your judgments to punish a kid for having that mother. You know, it's like he he had enough problems with having that as a mother. He didn't need to be punished (laughs) for having her as a mother. You know, it's like, and he obviously had a lot of, you know, a lot of fortitude to have chosen somebody like that to be his mother. So, you no, know, it's like I think that kids need to be you know it's like you need to see the kid for who they are and to function with that and not function against them because they don't necessarily line up with somebody else's point of view right right, and I
3: do see that in the parenting classes that the frustration Gary's talking about with parents and the school systems and what's available for their kids and the way their kids are being disempowered, treated badly by the schools, by the teachers, and so much of it is, you know, they go into resistance and reaction and try to fight the system, which doesn't help because the system just backs up against them. So there's, there are ways, too, that I've found over the years to negotiate the school system with some ease with these questions. It's just what else is possible here you haven't considered. And Gary's given some really great tools on how to um, work with the teachers and manipulate them so they actually work better with the kids, like, you know, um, yeah. ways to go up to the teacher. Maybe, Gary, you can talk about it, how you can go yeah. up to teachers and... Okay.
1: Get them so to work with you, you go up to, you know, it's like if you're a kid, you go up to the teacher and you ask them about something that you know about totally.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Say, teacher, I'm really confused. Can you help me with this? And then the teacher explains it. And when the teacher acknowledges the awareness you already had, you go, Oh my god, I get it! Thank you so much, God. You're a great teacher. Because <laughs> most teachers are vilified like crazy as well. Yes. But if you say that to the teacher, then the teacher will give you the benefit of the doubt from then on. They will know that you're trying, know that you're interested. So I teach kids to do that all the time. And with the parents, you know, you have to do it oh. slightly different.
3: <laughs> I was just gonna say that my daughter used that two different times in last year in school with her grade she wasn't getting good grades and the teachers gate, her grades went up using the exact tool Gary just shared with you. So it works. It works beautifully.
2: Well, and, you know, part of this is exactly what you said, you know, uh, and Gary, I want to touch upon this as well. You know, we do have a world we live in where rarely are we speaking about teachers the way that I just shared about Amy Saro, you know, a, a teacher that literally, I believe, saved my life at a very young age. Uh, I've had a number of angels like that in the world, uh, and there are many, many teachers. I have a friend that taught children, and what she did was she taught them how to play ukulele, and she would bring in her own ukuleles. And before you knew it, you had a class, and they were then they did a concert at Benaroya, uh, and this was outside of her quote job description you know, what I hear you both saying is that some of these things that these, you know, some of the teachers do, which seem extraordinary, will be part of the education um, at the school.
1: Exactly. And I mean, one of the things we're going to have is we're going to have uh, Spanish and English, Spanish and French taught as well as English. And it is our hope since we have access people around the world. Access is now in 171 different countries. That's wow. just unbelievable. And, you know, it's like, so we have people who speak different languages. It is our desire to get it to where we have multiple languages being taught. And But we're going to start with French and with, uh, with Spanish. And we have some techniques for helping kids learn how to speak a foreign language really quickly and easily. And I've done it with people, and I've done it with myself, and to where I found that I could speak Spanish better than I ever knew, and I knew words that I didn't have any way of knowing how I knew them. But I could speak it without having to translate it in my head first, and that was phenomenal. And that's one of the things we'll shoot for with the kids is being able to do that as well.
2: Yeah, Um, you know, I I wanted to make sure that um, we're talking again and let folks know uh, the website about how they can do this. And, you know, there is uh, the live demo you talked about, you know, for the virtual classroom, and that is August 8th and 9th. Um, The school itself, uh, I have starts September 8th. So let let me just check with you. Is that still true for the school itself?
1: Yes, it is.
2: Yeah, yep. And the website is com. And for those of you out there, if you go to Dr. Patcho, you'll see a link right from our website right to this school and information. For Glenna, you can find out about Glenna by going to glennarice.com. Uh, and, of course, accessconsciousness.com uh, for more information about Access Consciousness. Um, You know, I I mean, I'm like seeing generations of graduates then becoming teachers in this school. I don't know where I got that idea from, but it just like popped right in my mind right here. Um, I wanted to ask each of you to talk about the future. You know, here we are talking about the launch, but I'd love for each of you to talk about the vision you have for the future. Gary, would you like to go first?
1: Sure. What I see is this is the beginning of people actually recognizing that kids don't have to learn by repetition, that they can actually step into total awareness and total knowledge in a heartbeat. And if we actually were willing to see the gift that each kid is and to get that they know things and get how they can know what they know when they don't know it one of the Mm. things that came for me personally from Access is I suddenly knew about things that I had no idea how I knew about, but I knew about. And I had an experience at the dinner with a biochemical engineer and talking about biochemical engineering for three hours. At the end of it, he says, wow, you're the most knowledgeable layman I've ever met in my life. How do you know all of it? I said, well, you don't know. It's like Part of it I took out of your head, and part of it came from me asking you questions, which gave me more information, and part of it is, I have no idea how I knew it, but I knew it. (laughs) He said, you haven't read any books? And I said, no, I've never read a book on this. He goes, wow, that's phenomenal. I wish everybody could do that, and I wish everybody could do it, too. And I would like to see it, where these kids can step in to knowledge about things that they, quote-unquote, have no way of knowing about, because... That is who they
0: are,
2: yeah, and you know doesn't this also really tap in and Glenna, maybe you can talk to this tap into the dilemma that I hear a lot of folks talking about, which really is the self esteem self worth uh, the the uh, dilemma as a matter of fact, I had someone mention it as an epidemic in our youth, the level the lack well, of self esteem you
3: know this these tools and what Access offers is something that creates a completely different reality for kids with that self-esteem. I've watched my three kids, the confidence that they have in what they choose, the ease that they choose for the things that work for them, and they just, they, there is no doubt about what they choose in their universe. They know that they know the things that can create more for their future, and I've always, you know, shown them that it's like, will, what will that create for your future? What's that going to create for five years when they're making choices about school, about their life, about a lot of things? And this is given, the the way they're negotiating the world is so amazing to me. And seeing the kids, like we talked about the future with these children out of the school being teachers, but I also see them as like these future leaders of the world. They're going to be coming out of these schools with this ability to know that they know, like Gary was just talking about, that's going to be available to them like it's not available to other children. And what are they going to create with that? That's exciting for
1: me. Yeah, yeah. It's like my my grandson who's coming four. it's like he goes to preschool, right? And mm-hmm. it's like he's in preschool, and he says, bye, Mom. Gets out of the car and walks away. Okay? She mm-hmm. doesn't have to take him to school. He doesn't cry. He doesn't do of that kind of stuff. And all the teachers go, he's so self-confident. Yeah, he is. Because he knows who he is. He knows what's true for him to negotiate and it's like everything is a negotiation he, you know he says I'd like a cookie mom and she goes no not now and he goes well can I have one and she goes well maybe after you do this well could I have three if I do that You know, what we're talking about home.
2: is a skill that doesn't even begin. I mean, you can't even have a negotiation conversation in school until you're in a master's program, okay? That's when you get yeah. to hear about negotiation, and by then, forget it. <laughs> and the, they can do but, it you know, at three. I,
1: yeah, they can do it at three, and I see these kids negotiating all the time. And it's just it's just amazing. And they have the sense that they're not wrong. And that's one of the Mm -hmm. things we want to get get across to these kids. You're not wrong. You may not have all the information, but you're not wrong. And how do you get the information? Where do I need to go? What do I need to do to get the information I need to make this work?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, I want to thank you both for joining me here. One last question uh, from each of you. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with? And uh, we so like to help and support you along the way. Uh, Glenna, you want to go first, then Gary?
3: Know that you know. Know that
1: you can choose a life that works for you.
2: I love it. Gary, how about you?
1: Know that you're not kept up as you think you are and know (laughs) that you can change anything by changing your point of view.
2: I love it. Thank you both for all that you do. Um, Thank you both for coming on here and sharing it with everyone. And I want to thank all the listeners out there. And I just want to say to folks that if you want to find out more, go ahead and go to accesspossibilitiesschool.com. You're going to see stuff on the Dr. Pacho and Transformation Talk Radio website, glennarice.com, and then, of course, accessconsciousness.com. We'll see you all next time.